Welcome to the Glide Agency Podcast. My name is S. Chandra, your host, and on this episode, we've got Aaron Matthews to talk about uh, audio marketing. So welcome to the show, Aaron. Thanks, yeah, Welcome, mate. Um, so we've got a bit of a bio here uh, for you. So Aaron's career is in audio and started at his local radio station when he was 17. Uh, Aaron has worked for some of the biggest media brands in the UK, including BBC Radio 1 and Global Radio and Bauer. And Aaron now leads or heads up an audio agency, Creative Fix, um, which is a company that focuses on audio marketing, everything from 30-second audio ads to sound design and brand strategy audio. Um, He's also audio obsessed and loves playing around with sound and audio and even DJs on the weekend. So what's your DJ name, Aaron? Oh, everyone, my, my nickname is Az, Az so short for DJ Aaron. Az, so, yeah, yeah. so Az, Az is, yeah, Az is my kind it's of It's very DJ close name, to really. Az. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> we could have a double app, can we? No worries. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Uh, so I guess we'll get straight into it. And one of the things that I wanted to discuss, of, oh, well, actually, maybe if you can tell us a bit about your background and your journey in through the audio industry and how it all began. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you've kind of covered a bit of it off yeah. at the start. So, um, yeah, I started when I was sort of 16, 17, mm-hmm. cycling into my, my local radio station before I could drive and spending a lot of time there learning how to kind of produce sound and audio and, and then sort of worked on very different radio shows uh, moved to, to London uh, ended up working on on the big kind of sort of top 40 chart show that happens on a on a Sunday afternoon in the UK um, and as you said we worked at worked at the BBC as well which is a great experience and you sort of learn a lot in in, in kind of those kind of environments of you know real kind of world-class radio mm. programs being produced um, and then after leaving there, decided to uh, to start a company which was you know audio focused. There's a lot of you know agencies and creative agencies that that do a bit of everything, you know, mm. video and yeah. you know, websites or design or whatever. And and we made a decision to kind of purely focus on on this kind of space because that was my passion and that's what I love doing. But a, but a sort of aside from radio and moving into kind of the digital space and how you know ads run on Spotify mm. and Pandora and mm. you know lots of other platforms. Which is why we connected in the mm. first place. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, you know, yeah. I always loved what you guys were doing and so niche but so specialised. Yeah. Um, and you really know your craft. So I'm really looking forward to um, your discussions today and like you know kind of getting some sort of some advice and strategy around yeah, where, sure. the, where the space is moving. So it's really really cool. Um, so what's your role like in in the agency now? Like what do you do from so I kind of head up creative really so um, the, the kind of well, as, as well as running the company mm. kind of making sure that we're kind of on track as, as to what we're doing but but also um, when we're getting those briefs in and just looking at what we can do that's a bit different there's a, I guess with with where we are now in the space we've sort of fallen into kind of this pattern where you know some people are kind of putting radio ads in this digital space and it's not really the same environment you're listening to it in a totally different way so it's it's about thinking about actually how can we do this a little bit differently why are we we have this kind of weird legacy from radio because we're in this kind of like 30 second spot space and you know agencies are used to that you know they understand that that radio is 30 seconds it has to be a certain way and we've kind of we've sort of got ourselves trapped in this weird legacy of it and actually the great thing about audio is actually anything's possible we can do anything really in this space you know there are no real time restrictions um, there's a lot more creativity than what people realize absolutely yeah Yeah, 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 but i guess the 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 old model 
has its structures in place, you know, from briefing yep. to how the ads are created and Absolutely. Um, the, even, the, even the, I guess, the, the flow of the ads, you know, from beginning, start, middle, end and all yep. that sort of stuff. Totally. So that's obviously changing. You're kind of pushing the boundaries in that. In yeah, that and we're just trying to sort of, re, I guess, just re, reimagine it and rethink it. I think, well, actually, why are we... Why are we doing it the same mm. way? You know, we're very much used to kind of a voiceover over a bed mm. being a bit shouty on a radio ad because of the environment that you're listening to radio, right? Yeah, that's You know, so you're true, listening yeah. to it, you know, it's a shared experience. Yeah. We're listening to it in our cars. We're listening yeah. to it, um, you know, in, in even on a, an Alexa speaker in the kitchen or whatever it might be. Um, but there's also yeah. a lot of other things happening. So those ads have to grab your attention, which is why they're generally quite loud. And yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, we'll go into it a bit more, but it's, it feels like audio now is becoming part of our life like mm. from everyday things like what you said, like, you know, it might be cooking, it might be going for a jog, running. Yep. Um, and it's it doesn't need to be intrusive anymore. Mm. It, it just needs to kind of blend in. Yep. But but be more of an experience that people can really remember and feel comfortable with, mm. right? Yeah, totally. So, and that's what that's part of your job is to kind of make an ad, but then make it fit within the context of where it's being played. That's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, mm. and that's that's our that's our big thing is looking at you know the environment, looking at the context of you know the podcast or the Spotify playlist or mm. you know the environment you're listening to in listening it, you know in in it with mm. with whether that's like with where if you're listening on headphones or if you're mm. listening on on a speaker, yeah. you know we can do stuff in podcast advertising and audio advertising while people are listening in the headphones that you can never do on radio so you know better use of sound design you know um making ads that aren't too shouty that are conversational that yeah. talk to you on a kind of level yeah um and that, and that are contextually relevant to the program you're listening to which is also the other important thing yeah cool um, love it um okay so you know going you know on to our next like key topic which is really the transition to digital audio advertising um, so could you explain what is digital audio advertising for our viewers? Yep. Um, what channels, what's popular and where are brands most likely to be active? Yeah, yep. it's, it's really um, an audio ad that is played within a kind of connected device. Anything that's kind of connected to the internet and you're hearing a, a 30 second ad, that really is the space that we're, we're in. So that's anything from Spotify ads to the ads that you hear at the start middle and end of a podcast through to um you know even digital radio ads if you're listening to a radio station on the app you can have a, uh, a different experience to, to potentially if you're listening on on fm say um so yeah so it's, it's that kind of full spectrum really and that's the sort of the advertising side of it and the audio uh, ad mm -hmm. side of it yeah and um i guess you've seen some brands kind of succeed in that in those channels um, yeah over the years um which we'll probably we'll get into a bit more deeper um, now, radio obviously is collective, like audio experience. Yep. Um, whereas, what you, I guess, what you're sort of moving into is the digital experience, right? Um, can you talk to us about that personal experience that digital brings versus traditional yeah. radio? The, yeah. The the big thing is there's a, there's a couple of things. I think the the first thing is is you know, and this is not me slagging off radio in any way. I love radio. Radio still has a place within marketing, um, without a doubt. Um, but radio is very kind of catch-all, really. You know, you're 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 kind of shooting your kind of message out to a, a lot of people at, at one time. It isn't particularly well targeted. There's quite a lot of wastage. Um, you know, again, depending on what your kind of brand strategy is, if it's a you know branding exercise by just purely getting your your brand out there, radio is 
fantastic for that that repetition and that constant you know reminder of who this brand is front of mind absolutely spot on if it's something more targeted and you know sales message potentially or you know product focus or whatever um, that potentially could work contextually around a, a, a program so for instance you know business and finance shows or mm. you know parenting shows or sports shows a brand that aligns with those that's where then you can start to be more targeted and align your brand with a core of listeners that you know are interest much more interested in potentially your product yeah i mean like as an example you could have rolex mm. or aston martin absolutely doing a radio ad on a yeah high profile like business finance executive exactly uh, podcast yeah right cfo podcast or something like yeah. that where you're really targeting a high value customer yeah um, we've just finished a, a ad campaign for Remover, which is a, a German suitcase brand. Mm. You've probably heard of them. They're a aluminium, really nice, premium, premium yeah. really premium. And we did a set of ads for the FT um, in in the UK, um, and that was a you know a very much you know premium sounding ad next to a premium sounding you know, on a premium uh, content next to uh, next to some FT. Uh, you know content which worked really well so yeah and they were placed on like uh you know podcasts and channels and shows yeah. that were very much targeted to exactly the customers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so i guess it's like targeting the niche isn't it it's uh really yeah focusing on niche mm. audiences and yeah, things definitely. like that um and then uh, i was just gonna say the sec- sort of the second bit of that and there's sort of difference where targeting is one thing and then the other big thing is that we know from research that over 80 percent of people listen to podcasts and you know to a certain extent audio in in their headphones which allows us to first of all which is the most important thing is get the listeners full attention there is no distractions there they're not in the car you know Mm. the dog's not barking you know the kids aren't screaming you know the headphones are on you know they're usually noise cancelling headphones so true Um, yeah if if i'm doing the laundry i know my son is like doing something he's exactly. playing xbox or whatever so he's tuned out yeah and i know that i've got that time to i don't know hang my clothes out exactly right? yeah 20 minutes and i'm like cool i'm going to listen to a youtube or a podcast or whatever definitely yeah. but and and you know you're obviously a marketer you know you there's no other channel i can think of that doesn't have that level of you know in, i guess attention really and and long periods yeah yeah, yeah like absolutely there's an no, hour you know whatever. if we're watching tv we're generally you know distracted by our phones if we're mm-hmm. you know it's background it's, like yeah. it's in the background now. yeah yeah tv is in the so, background so yeah. this is the great thing about it so and then what that then allows us to do from a kind of audio point of view and a sound point of view is do stuff that we could have never done on radio because you wouldn't be able to hear it we've got people's attentions we can do some really cool stuff with sound mm-hmm. the use of language different sounding voiceovers stuff to really get people's attention that works contextually within that podcast. it's quite it's fascinating mm. isn't it because you're going from a broadcast type approach which is about how do we get people's attention how do we make noise yep. so that people listen to this ad or when they hear the sounds they recognize the brand to now creatively thinking okay we we actually have the person's attention we've got 100 percent mm. of their attention absolutely how do we keep them yeah listening and actually and actually take something from this experience and create some action which is a very different approach exactly and also how do we how do we not sell to them in a you know salesy kind of tv radio shouty way how do we tell the story of our brand 
how do we make them feel through through audio you know all of this stuff that brands are doing at the moment with you know telling their story you know that's it's perfectly set up in podcasting for that you know tell the brand story you know give give people a reason to, to love your brand that isn't a shouty sales message just be conversational and talk to them on a level mm. now that's that's perfect um so i mean i guess that kind of we, we kind of talked about it there but it's all about optimizing time right like mm. so we now live in a world where we're, we're on audio but audio is accessible at any point of time like yep. we could be jogging we could be washing the dishes and that's a, that's the power that audio gives us right yep. like, whereas video requires all of our attention mm. visually to sit down and watch something and we can't really drive the car and watch a video we can't yep. really run and watch a video <laughs> um so i hope people are not doing that <laughs> but um yeah like that's that's the power that audio has and i think this is why you get this long engagement periods from people right so definitely yeah and and and, you know as as you know as as humans you know our instincts and it has been since the beginning of time is to to is to listen to stories right listen to conversations you know we're fascinated by them and and when you've got that you know in your ears and and like you said you've got that attention you know it's really powerful um and it's what we're doing now exactly yeah Yeah, exactly um Okay, so now can you tell us a bit about host reads? Because that's obviously a bit of a, that's a new type of advertising or content marketing that's come into the audio space. Um, I guess it's radio's kind of doing it a bit. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. radio has really been for years. uh, uh, We used to call them live reads on on the radio. There would be reads read by presenters. And, And I've noticed that a couple of the big networks have started injecting those types of reads into the middle of ad breaks. So you'll hear a kind of section of, you know, normal commercials, and then you'll hear one of the presenters yeah. kind of doing a kind of like, you know, a podcast style read, which is quite interesting. Um, but yeah, that's, that's and, and, the, and I guess, I mean, I guess the real difference probably um, I would say is that on radio, you know, they're live reads read by the, by the presenter. Um, and generally, if we're being honest, they don't really get a choice in it. I think, you know, they would have to be really anti this product if, you know, most presenters generally go along with it in my experience. Whereas with podcasting, the host kind of really decides. I mean, yeah, there's this, you know, there's a certain level. But if there's something that really doesn't align with their values, then they're not going to do it because people will know people from their community that are listening will know that it's like, it's not genuine. This is really and this like, is inauthentic. Yeah. So I believe that podcasting host reads have a, a level of authenticity that, that kind of radio live reads don't have, to be honest mm. with you. Um, and again, you know, we're talking about contextually relevant. So, you know, the host of a sports show reading out something about, you know, watching the World Cup or, you know, business and finance hosts, you know, reading something about how, you know, like you said earlier, Rolex or, or whatever it might be. Um, but doing it in a way that, again, isn't salesy, that is conversational. You know, and there are some really, really good examples of some amazing host reads where hosts will get really creative. Like there's a guy in the UK who writes songs for brands, you know, the, and, you know, people tweet about them and it's, you know, mad. So, you, you know, if you have a brand that is doing or wanting to do host reads, then you have to kind of, you do have to kind of give away some of that creative control in order to make them good. Because if you're going to sit there as a brand and go, we want to, you know, we want this, we want these host reads, but we want, we want to tell you how to do them, or we want them to sound like this. Then, 
it's a waste of time. You, you might as well just have an audio ad. What this does, this format, is allows the host to run with it, to do it in a way that's, you know, customized, customized and contextually relevant yeah. with their show and makes the listener go, oh, okay, this, this is, I remember, I'm remembering this ad because it's interesting or funny or whatever it might be. Mm. And um, I guess uh, it also opens up the, uh, the channel, to, or the context to be like influenced by, you know, audio influences, right? You've got mm. all of these different options of audio influences that, can, yeah. that you can bring in with, I guess, with a traditional radio mm. channel, you are, um, you know, you've got your, 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 uh, your key presenters, right? Yep. Um, or your key announcers. Well, so whereas with audio influences, you can use actors and famous sports people absolutely that align really well to a brand and have a great voice you know um that can really champion the brand and and bring context to what you're doing right so have you have you worked with some pretty cool um influences in the space i I think i think the i actually think that there is this i think there's probably a, a whole batch of podcasters that kind of are audio influencers that's what they sort of are in a way these are you know people that are you know on social media to a certain extent but also have a podcast or whatever and there's a crossover between there's you know, there's, there's the sit with us podcast which is a an acast show um that's yeah. two of the girls from maths uh dominella who present that mm. um and they've crossed over into the podcast world a hugely successful podcast yeah and i it's, mean it's really interesting there's a, you see it on youtube as well mm. um because it is an audio experience YouTube, but you got you know russell brand's podcast but then yep. he does a lot of host reads as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Sort of like promotes products. Exactly. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, he's using his brand. And I guess that you're also attracting products and services that want to be aligned with that audience mm. as well, which yep. is really powerful. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Um, so you also had uh, some examples, I think, uh, in the US uh, of, uh, you know, brands that have really done well with host reads so yeah tell, tell us a bit more about that. one of the one of the uh, sort of big kind of winners from from host reads were uh, it was a survey done i can't remember who it was the survey was done by um but it was uh, basically on on kind of brand recall and product recall um for different brands on on podcasting in the us and and hello fresh came out on top and hello fresh had, had, had kind of i think made a decision early on because they'd seen it working that they were going to put uh, quite a lot of money into to host read ads um, and we've probably all heard one I know that I hear them fairly often uh, here in Australia um, and they had put down a lot of their success in the US to kind of targeting some really nice podcasts and you know and hitting them with some host reads but and a owning lot of that them, market and owning that space mm. yeah it's yeah. interesting because if you think about HelloFresh as a brand like what what are they ultimately doing mm. is they're trying to save people time yep right um, and people that listen to podcasts value time, mm, don't totally. they? Absolutely, yeah. So, so you, that's the first alignment that you yeah, have is that yeah, generally, like, yeah. So totally. it's, it's, it's genius if you think yeah. about it. Um, so you're really targeting a whole audience base mm. that really respects efficiency and time yeah, and optimizing absolutely. things. So, you know, it's a perfect audience. So, and, yeah. and it's really interesting hearing, which, which I've done, is hearing the difference between how different podcast hosts talk about HelloFresh and how it can save you time and yeah. you know be a really good thing in your life depending on what the show is and that's the beauty of it is that you then end up with you know a huge collection of different bits of creative all done in their own unique way all are relevant to yeah. the, each of those shows and it's yeah. like that's really clever because then you know it's not just kind of one marketing agency or one creative agency going here's one ad that everybody's going to hear it's like oh actually no there's loads of bits of creative going on here 
as well as potentially an audio ad campaign at the same time. It's yeah. really clever. I think it creates a, a lot of dynamic dynamic sort of uh, content and uh, depth to a mm. brand, right? Absolutely. Kind of how deep can a brand go? How wide can mm. it go? Yeah. It's it's just as much as the people that follow it and and really endorse a brand. Yep. Totally. And yeah, so yeah, that's awesome. Now, um, are you able to sort of uh, go into, you know? things around host reads and sponsorships have you have you noticed anything around that type of thing like with um advertisers and sponsorships yeah i think there's a i mean there's obviously a couple of ways that the sort of first explain sort of the different formats for people obviously there's like kind of audio ads which are kind of sort of those you know like i said those 30 seconds spots that are you know pre mid and post um, the kind of premium level of, of, of advertising is what we just talked about. So, like, you know, in sponsorship, like host reads, you know, someone sponsoring sponsoring a show. And there's other formats that different uh, podcast platforms have. So one of our um, big clients is Acast, um, who are based at a Swedish company, but they have an office in Sydney. Um, and they have a different format called Sponsor Stories, which is where you can own even more space. So in the middle of the show, in the mid-roll position, you can have a much longer longer kind of host read if you like mm. and that actually could be filled with you know interview content from brands or you know other content that they might have it can it's slightly longer form There's, there can be more to it it's up to four minutes so you can almost kind of have almost like a mini kind of podcast episode for your brand within a podcast oh, wow. which is really clever um, and then that again potentially would be supported by audio advertising and host reads so you could then have a bit of a takeover as to kind of you know the whole show where you're sort of buying out every kind of space for a certain period um, you know injecting those ads in there for a couple of weeks mm. because it's all dynamically inserted and then removing them from the show yeah um, so cool yeah, yeah so there's a lot of formats mm. there yeah, yeah absolutely awesome opportunities. Um, now uh, can you talk to us a bit more about audio advertising as a strategy like um I think uh, we, we discussed this previously, but like talking about how sound is now more of a, an emotional experience and yeah, how do you get the best strategy out of that? Yeah, definitely. I think the, the, the thing with kind of sound is that I think it's massively underused in, 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 in audio advertising and for brands generally. Um, and I don't necessarily mean things like kind of like jingles and sonic logos, although we can touch on that in a minute, but just sound in general when we're doing and making ads. You know, we've got, like we said earlier on, we've got this this opportunity with, with headphones where we can have the listeners full attention. And what we tend to do with those ads is we tend to kind of fill them with copy still because as marketeers, we're kind of like, we're desperate to get every single bit of information out and every single kind of key key message. And actually, sometimes just putting somebody in, you know, an, an audio experience and letting their imagination sort of run wild is way more powerful than us talking to them. So an example being, um, we were working with a, a mattress company, there's lots of mattress companies around, lots of them have done podcast ads. Mm. And we had a situation where these ads were becoming so filled with kind of like sales messages where it was almost kind of hard to kind of remember what was going on and to keep up. Well, if you look at all the general marketing, sorry about mattresses, yeah, it's always around, you know, 50% off. Absolutely. Discount, 100 you know. nights, you know, free trial or whatever yeah, it might yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's all long. about like what you can take off the value of the exactly. actual product. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and we'd, we'd, come up, we'd sort of come up with this idea where actually could we, could we flip this up and make this ad really simple and actually make it really effective in terms of how it sounds. Bearing in mind that when you're listening to a podcast, you're listening to lots of speech, right? They are full of, full of speech. So we thought actually 
we could use sound and actually not say anything for you know a bit of this ad so we kind of come up with this idea of literally which is a really annoying noise because i know that my partner does it somebody snoring you know the sound of a good night's sleep is somebody snoring generally right so the first 15 20 seconds of this ad was just this really awful kind of visceral kind of like snoring sound imagine you're listening in headphones this is really getting your attention and then the end of the ad was just simply a really simple kind of message yeah. um and i remember do you remember when we were talking about it and stuff it's like and and the kind of client going oh i'm not sure and then we did it and it worked really well um but those types of things where we're sort of rethinking it and going okay so we would never really do that on radio because it would get lost but actually if we did that in kind of like you know 3d binaural sound you know this could sound really effective and it, it it's and it's it's sort of almost kind of just flipping on its head a bit and going, we don't have to fill these ads with loads of copy. We can use sound to tell the story. So yeah, and I, going on to that, like I, I guess that's um, uh, you had some examples. I think wine companies and things like that, mm. but, um, where you get. I, I guess you get briefs, and you know, typically when you think audio, I think clients tend to want to just stick as much copy as they can Absolutely. in that yeah. space. That's yeah. an automatic sort of. Yeah, um, but but what yeah. that does is that you squeeze so much audio so much copy into it that you kind of until the time the ad's finished you sort of forget what the message was the message, or yeah. or you're trying to squeeze in too many messages you know our kind of rule with that is if we are going to fill it with copy then it's got to be one really clear kind of idea um but so your so job is to often scale that back scale it kind back of absolutely always consult, to scale a lot it back. of consultation yeah too. absolutely yeah, to yeah. scale it back because there's always too much in it you know less is more in this space 100 percent um you know, and, and it works for, it, you know, we've talked about mattresses, but it works for all sorts of brands. We talked about wine. There's a really, you know, nice sound that you get that you, you know, you can say when, more when with, pour, yeah. well, yeah, you can say more with sound, you know, within a split second than you can with any, any copy. The minute you hear that cork pop, you know exactly what's going on mm. before you say, here's a wine bottle or <laughs> this is a, this is an ad for a, for a, for a wine brand. Mm. You know, the same with a holiday company sitting on a beach, you know, waves lapping at the shore you know that kind of soft wind birds and stuff it's like you put you put somebody on a beach within a couple of you know milliseconds yeah I that's powerful yeah so you like know? a really immersive type sounds yeah. that as if you were in that scene in exactly. that moment yep. or like you're saying you, you could be in the room mm. and you pop you heard the pop of the bottle um, yep. the cork coming out Yep. and then you're pouring the glass so you're really in that experience yeah we did yes. some um tourism ads for for uh tourism new zealand um during kind of probably the last sort of days of covid i think it was when the kind of the, the sort of travel bubble was about to open up but it hadn't quite and they wanted to kind of sort of be front of mind for australians that actually if they could travel anywhere and it was probably going to be New Zealand before it was anywhere else in the world to, to sort of be front of mind. So we did these three ads that were kind of like almost kind of like audio tours of, of, um, of New Zealand. So we did a vineyard. So we did sort of cycling through the vineyard. So you'd hear the kind of bike. And so we did this in 3D as well, which I'll talk about in a second. But you could hear the bike below you. You could hear the bell. And then we sort of got to this you know vineyard and you could hear the fire crackling the the food kind of cooking on the on the grill the cork pop going you know it was these really immersive kind of audio rich experiences um and again a sort of a good example of how you can do more with sound than you can with well i guess it's almost like you i think with this the beauty of this channel this digital audio channel is that you can tap into getting people into an immersive experience but then they're now using their imagination mm. 
yep. and their mind to picture the, the visuals, right? So you're kind of then now creating that emotional connection with that, yep. with that audience member, which you not normally would get with a quick 15-second ad. Totally. So instead of just brain dumping with all this information of, well, where yeah, is it? What's it the website address? And, What's, yeah. you know, where do I go? <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like you know, getting them there and then they do the research and the... You know, things afterwards yeah and, it, um, and, it yeah. Isn't, and that, that's the other thing about i say about audio ads sorry to interrupt you just it isn't our job to tell in these ads it isn't our job to tell you everything about this company right this it, it or pure the only thing this is meant to do is to get you to find out more and to get get you to google to or, spark. To, or to their site yeah. to spark yeah. yeah you know we don't want to throw everything at you, you want to we want to give you just enough that it's like what is that that sounds interesting or and they're going to check that out, and that's what yeah. the that's. So what you, I mean, you um, you, you just said that you, you did some ads for Remarkable. Are you allowed to mention that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Long, um, long time ago, that was uh, for Spotify. Yeah, yeah and um, do you remember the creative that was involved in that? Because I don't actually, because it was quite oh, a few years ago. Right. <laughs> we'll wipe um, that out. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. No, I'm interested because I mean I've got one obviously myself, but. Yep. Um, that would lead you because it is a device that not people wouldn't even know about, right? Yeah. They would just kind of discover it as they go go about their day. Definitely. Um, and they don't typically spend a lot on brand awareness um, on the traditional channels. So I think it. Might, I'm trying to think. It was podcasting or Spotify. I think it might have been Spotify. But if it was if it was podcasting, I'd imagine it would have been, you know, one for for targeting around the right types of, types mm. of shows and the right time, types mm. of consumers. Well, that kind of goes to the next bit, which is like dynamic audio and mm. user, you know, depending on who the users are. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so d dynamic audio ads are um, essentially um, ads that are personalized to you, so based on different data points. So um, we can look at things like um, location um, and obvious things like time of day, day of week to personalize ads in, in, in different ways. We can look at things like the device that you're listening on, so the call to action, depending on if you go to you know, the Apple App Store or the Android Store could change in that ad, depending on what device you had. Um, and we could also we can look at things like um, from sort of third-party data from, from different places. So with podcasting, we, we can potentially look at what podcast you're listening to and, and what category that falls into. So we can serve a creatively relevant ad to that show. Um, and if you're listening on Spotify, for instance, we can look at what music genre you're, you're listening to. So potentially the music of the ad could change. So it could be an ad that doesn't kind of interrupt your kind of listening. So sometimes when you create an ad, you'd get, you create different versions of that ad yep. with different... Or background audios or call exactly, actions yeah. and stuff, which get served into specific targeting uh, or locations or devices. That's exactly it. all of those sort of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we, there's there's also um, things around environmental factors as well. So you can look at things like weather um, based in a location. So the ads can change depending on the weather. We can look at things like UV index, pollen count. Um, there's all sorts of things that, that we can incredible. look at. So depending on what brand you have, and you know if these data points work for you, then making a piece of creative that then has loads of different versions. It also could be, you know, from an e-commerce point of view, actually, you know, the other great thing that it works for is that, you know, location and physical location of stores, you know, go and check out your nearest David Jones or Meyer or whatever it might be, you know, with actual specific call outs to where that is. You know, there's lots of ways that it can work really well for brands. Um, mm. And you can, you can end up with, um, you know, hundreds of thousands of versions of an ad ready. That's, really that's fascinating. Um, 
Now, so that moves on to like, I guess, audio advertising and media strategy. Um, have you sort of, are you able to kind of paint a picture of the examples like, you know, and how this is executed to like Spotify, you kind of work with agencies and media partners, yep. um, you know, around media planning and digital audio buying, if you can just give dwell yeah. into that world for us. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So we work with a, a third, so third party for, for, for planning, um, a media spend for our for our clients around the digital audio space they're digital audio specialists and um and the way that we we like to work in that sense is that um we like to kind of think about obviously who we're who we're going to talk to where those people where those people are but crucially which is sometimes not how it works is is thinking about what the creative is and what the idea is because essentially that's the, the bit that has to move someone into action right we have to make sure that that's right and it's you know right within the the kind of plan that we're, we're putting forward um so and what quite often happens is that you know uh, a brand or a you know agency will go ahead and go we're gonna you know spend a million buy a million impressions on the Chandler stuff and we haven't really thought through the kind of strategy who we're talking to you know what the creative saying yeah so it's trying to make sure we do it in the right order which yeah, is why it's really nice just chasing impressions Exactly. It's often the first thing that you do. Yeah, what's exactly. What's the reach? What's the impressions? More like, you know, what's our audience? Yeah. Where are where are they? You who know, we're talking to? Who how are we going to talk to? Them, what the idea is? So that's why it's really nice for us because when we when we work with a client to start with them, that you know that we're planning their media as well. You know, quite often we're we're thinking about and leading with the creative, and then into kind of planning how that works and, and where what it goes. The yeah. 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 So you kind of have to work really closely with media buying yeah. agencies yeah. And yeah 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 and um uh i mean are you kind of um able to kind of give us because obviously with digital as you know with digital marketing in general and and what we do as well we're very sort of like you know return on ad spend yeah. focus roas focus and roi and all this sort of stuff like um are you able to kind of give us an idea of how you measure success in this space yeah, yeah. Podcast measurement is there's you know there's it's not where it should be. It's it's getting there, but there are you know we, we can tell how many you know people have listened to something in terms of impressions delivered, obviously. Um, but there is there is a gap in it for podcasting at the moment. There's things that we, we can do that we could that prove measurements. So things like you know vanity URLs at the end of end of ads help. Things like uh, promo codes, which brands quite often use, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is a really good one. It's a very clever way to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and and that works really well in host reads, where you can have individual. We've just done something for, actually, for a mattress company, other mattress company. It's not live yet, um, but again, we had a, a list of podcasters uh, all reading out their own individual kind of. I guess um, it makes it exclusive, right? Like, yeah, exactly. So I'm part of this podcast listening exactly. to it and I get this exclusive promo code because, yeah. and the great thing about that is depending on how you know like any kind of you know campaign that you're running and that that kind of period of testing and you know working out that's when you can start to go okay well this one's performing a lot better so let's move the impressions and you've here. seen and that you've you seen can, some you pretty some amazing take-ups yeah and you can move stuff yeah. around and make mm. it work make it work more efficiently you know if you're if you're running a promo code on a show that where the listeners just aren't buying then you know move that off and take it to another else. one yeah. yeah into another show and all that sort of stuff yeah, yeah. okay um and uh i think um the i think you sort of mentioned a couple of uh brands or um i don't know if this rings a bell but i think we talked about always fudge or something like that does that ring a bell it's like a show is it no <laughs> um john I'm not hughes sure, actually. john hughes 
John Hughes is a, John Hughes is a, we've talked about this because this is a kind of good example of yeah, yeah. this is a good example of brand awareness yeah, right yeah. Um, who from from you know a, a guy in a brand that has you know I'm guessing a fair fair marketing budget to spend you know whenever I think about you know MGs and you know the cars that he sells your brain automatically thinks John Hughes because he spends a lot of money on radio there's a lot of brand awareness there and it's not necessarily a sales message obviously a lot of the TV ads that he that he runs you know do have that kind of product message and the car message and stuff but you know he's very front of mind if you I'd imagine if you went around to anybody in this office or anyone on the street and said name a car dealer in Perth I'd imagine the first thing that they would say is John Hughes yeah because you know that awareness level um so that's I think that's where radio still is you know we're not you know radio still has a huge amount of listenership you know it's very part of our lives it's you know we're very kind of you know tuned to kind of like getting in the car and putting on it's you know Mm. so yeah I think there's there's yeah, there's still definitely space for it it's it's Mm. mixing it up and but it's also I guess whatever the message is in terms of who you're trying to talk to and what it is um so I guess our, our final point, like just to, to end the podcast, is basically around um, you know where the industry is heading towards yeah. and where the future is. Like, I think you brought a few gadgets here. Yes, to, yeah, I'll show you something. Which is quite but yeah, like what, what's your what's your general like perception of how that how the market is going to go in the industry? And then obviously, social media is going through some big changes mm. at the moment. Um, uh, you know, how does that affect you guys yeah. as well? Yeah, um, Australia. Uh, you know, is totally in love with podcasting. There's a lot of people that listen to podcasts here. Like, it's like it's a very affluent society. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's maybe one of the top, if not the top, podcast listening country in the world. Um, that may be, maybe some countries in Asia, but I think that Australia is up there. Um, and and, but but having said that, you know, we work in marketing. We're kind of very very aware of it. It isn't as mainstream as what we maybe think it is you know there's a lot of shows out there but you know if we look at a certain demographic and stuff a lot of people don't listen to podcasting right so the so the the kind of growth that we have as kind of we move through generations actually will will be huge because and then you sort of look at kind of like podcast numbers in terms of the amount of shows that are being launched you know the amount of ad revenue that you know that is that is going to be spent on podcasting you know five ten fifteen years down the road it's like you know the numbers are are getting a lot bigger so this is i think it's gonna be really interesting i think um roi is always going to be a big thing about you know how you can track stuff yeah right. that'll yeah. be the next uh iteration and, um, of you, did you want to get your gadget out yeah and, um, so this is this is something um so i'm not sure if we touched on on 3d audio but um 3d audio is essentially a way of listening to um audio as kind of as you would hear it in the real world and um this is a uh, a binaural microphone which um, uh, just while, while you're bringing that up yeah, I just yeah. quickly googled some stats so it says yeah between 2017 to 2021 uh, so for this period I think ad spend reached around 2.3 billion dollars but it's right. projected to go like once we get to 26 2026 it's going to double to 4.2 billion yep yeah, so, so it's uh, some real growth though. double double growth um so yeah it's a really exciting space and yeah anyway 
I thought I could. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, cool. So what's this, mate? What so this is a, this is a this is a binaural microphone, and whenever oh, I show yeah, this to someone, that. everyone's like, "This is amazing." What is this? It's got real ears as well. Yeah, um, and they actually feel like I soft. Know. It's it's very strange. Um, so obviously, most audio is recorded in mono and stereo. Um, this is this is what we call binaural audio, and this is essentially a way of recording audio um, to make it as real and as true to life as possible. And what we mean by that is that. What we record through here is exactly how you would hear it in the real world, as if we were listening with our own ears. And the reason why is because this width really here is the kind of same width as a human head. So you're hearing that you're hearing the kind of space in the same way. And within these kind of these little ears, two microphones. So these are, you know, again, like how we would listen. Uh, and the reason why there's weird rubber ears on there is because. Um, when sound hits your ear, you're hearing it in a slightly different way and obviously it bends around your ear in a different way. And if you hear something in this ear, you're going to hear it, you know, a millisecond before you hear it in this ear. So that's how the kind of real sound work works. If you took this out on the street outside, you know, and recorded, you know, You'll traffic noise, you <laughs> want you to get some attention. Um, and uh, I wonder if that, like, I think but product design wise, they should actually put a hum like a well, head on there, it. There is yeah. one. <laughs> there is, there one is one another, there yeah, is right. another one that's, that's, that's really, really expensive. It's, I don't know how much it is, but it's a lot. And it's actually a human head. Um, yeah. you know, proper, and so you walk head. around with this human head on your, your hand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is the, this is the kind of the, the slightly that looks scaled amazing. back and, and have you actually tested the audio? Yeah, and it, uh, yeah it, so, it sounds great. Is it's it really unbelievable? Really like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've tested, I actually tested it down the beach. So you get that kind of, you know. So did you draw. use like a normal mic? And then use this mic and kind of compare. Yes, yeah, so we've got yeah, so we've got like a normal kind of stereo mic and then and then when you change it to here you hear that real difference and that kind of that, it's yeah. like a surround sound. Type, it's a, yeah. exactly that, yeah. You're hearing sound completely in, in 3D as if you would hear it without headphones on. So you know, it's something that obviously you can't do on radio because radio is in stereo, but because you're listening in headphones, again you can do it. Uh, in that space so and this is uh this is great for recording creative specifically designed for i guess podcasting and exactly yeah, where, yeah. Where situations where people i have got their headphones exactly on that to something yeah to yeah it. and it works really well is you know music doesn't you can't listen to listen to music in this or you know speech speech works fairly well so so if we were talking now and this person was sat in front of us you imagine that's the listener <laughs> That listener will be hearing you in their yeah, left, left ear speaker. and then me in their right ear. That's how it would work. That would be crazy because so, it'd be like actually sitting in a room and having a conversation with someone. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah, yeah, you'd yeah. be sitting there and that, like, oh, yeah, you know, Ez is there, yeah. Aaron's on the right. Yeah. yeah. Come on, guys, let's have a chat. <laughs> and where it works really well is, is for, for soundscapes and putting people in. We talked about these environments earlier with like, you know, the beach or, you know, in the park or whatever. If we place this in the park, you know, you're hearing you know different things in that edge yeah. this area and you know it's well, be that interesting to do that in a crowded in a crowded room as well mm. like in a pub yeah totally because yeah. you would obviously it'd be noisy but then all of a sudden you hear a noise right there yeah absolutely that's exactly and it. Just yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. and that's and that's where like we said earlier on that's where it becomes really powerful because you can put you can put listeners in environments oh, that are really real and really true to life yeah am so, i allowed to to know the investment in this uh device um or? this one was Two and a half, two, two about, about two, two thousand, two thousand bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, so that's uh, no, it's pretty yeah, amazing, man. And yeah, the, the ears are actually rubbery. 
So <laughs> you really want to touch them. That's very nice. Yeah, very sure. Whenever I show people, people are just like, what is that? Yeah, what is that? Yeah. That's cool, mate. Um, all right, well, that's, that's the end of our show. Brilliant. And um, it's Thank been so awesome. I've been really excited about getting you here and just it's such a, you know, awesome category to talk about. And yep. I feel like it's forever evolving with technology and everything just so much pushing cool the boundaries right yeah so and i just love how you guys specialize in this area and yeah it's been great to see you guys grow as well right. so um thanks aaron thanks for your time mate. Thanks a lot. and um yeah welcome to the, the the end of the show please subscribe and um yeah we'd love to hear from you and uh, if you've got any comments please uh comment below on the youtube uh, channel and we'll speak to you all soon thank you great <laughs> thank you all good Thanks, man. That was good. Is that all right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You enjoy it? Yeah. No. Really good. Yeah. I love. Yeah. I love doing stuff like this. Like, yeah, it's really yeah. fun. <laughs> I could talk about this all, literally, all day. That was good. Do you know what I mean?